it's better than using drugs or alcohol because when you use drugs or alcohol, especially drugs, you always lose. I'm Eric M. Hunter. And I'm Ricky Galore. And I'm Nick Prince. And this is Real 90. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? You are one pathetic loser. <laughs> If you're gonna spew, spew into this. The first rule of Fight Club is, you do not talk about Fight Club. What's your favorite scary movie? You can't handle the truth. All right, so guys, I I said this, yeah. I said this the last episode, I said this the episode before the last episode, but I feel like we are now a legit episode because we are reviewing a documentary, a documentary, American movie. man his whole life is making this one film you you have two hours tomorrow from 11 a.m to 1 p.m and be an extra in a film you get your name on the credits man as a producer and of course there'll be a whole crowd of people here so we got to make like a line where people can't go have a hell of a lot of assistant directors saying hey hey could you step back like five feet from 1999 99 98 is it? Are yeah. you sure? Because yeah, this movie be- looks like it's made out of the 80s. Oh, I mean, the the look oh, is different. It's very it 90s is to me. straight 80s. Uh, well, it's in... Is it hot 80s? It's like in hot into the 90s? I think it's Wisconsin. I think, you know, like sometimes so you see... So it's 10 years behind well, everybody else? Well, right, like Portland, Oregon's kind of that way too. Like there are some Midwest states that I think are just a little bit behind. And I think this is one of them. The only reason I say 98 is... When looking into the movie and Mark Bouchard, um, I didn't know he appeared on the Letterman show numerous so times. We'll yeah. talk about like that later. But yeah, guest. like I, I was, watched that recently. So I went and because I was like, oh, he's on Letterman. This must be the one and only time to promote American movie. And then I saw this from 2000. And I was like, no. All right. Let me find the first one. It was 1998. Yeah. And so that's the only reason I know that this technically but i feel like he was a character that's he's such a character he is why wouldn't you want him on your late night like he's just he's somebody to just like stare at and like the shit he says is hilarious just that's what i loved about this movie to me the whole movie was nothing but just quotes that you could pick off and i was like that should be on a t-shirt that should be on a t-shirt a hundred percent he should have a shirt shirt shop in like a tourist location and what was hard shirt shop oh shirt Shirt shop. shop Church shop. Church shop. Say that five times. Church shop. Church shop. Church shop. Has to be a store called Church shop. Oh, I guarantee. But uh, but sells only underpants. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I sure. We're out of stock of shirts. We only have underpants. But it's logoed and branded with his quotes. What oh, was, like, oh, no. And they're super racist and like right wing. Well, I'm not saying yeah. Mark Bouchard is uh, as a oh, racist. No. Oh, he owns yeah. the shop. I missed that part. Oh yeah, he's the entrepreneur. Oh, I, I, he owns the shirt shop. I did not know he yeah. owned the shop. I'm, I'm copyrighted. It's fine. But no. what was hard with this movie is was watching it and I was like, how is this not? It felt like a mockumentary. Okay. Movie. Everybody stop. No, 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 no. Everybody stop. Yeah. Just Everybody the way stop. The Directed by Chris Smith, starring Mark Bouchard and Mike uh, Shank. Shank. Yeah. Oh, God. I Metacritic him. score. What do you guys think? Oh. And this is the percentage. To this like is 100. out of 100. Yeah, out of 100. Yep. Uh, I'm going to say this is a 87. Okay. Holy. Wow. Oh, I think. I mean, this movie won Sundance. Yeah. Nick? Oh, I wish you wouldn't have told me that. Um, well, I mean, I say one Sundance. I'll oh, say a fuck. 73. 84. Ah, I was 84. off. I, all right, this is going to be very awful of me. Very mean? Are you a mean girl? Um, I don't think I'm going to be mean, but. Well, just. Okay, so we're going to blow this. I'm going to blow this movie out in 10 seconds. It's a. <laughs> it's about a guy who's trying to make a movie. Oh, the called, synopsis. Yeah. Called Northwestern. He realizes, Northwest. or Northwest, is it Northwest? Northwest? Okay. No, Northwestern. Is it Western? Yeah, Northwestern. Sorry, I thought yeah, it was yeah. Northwest. He's trying to make a movie Northwest called... Productions. Uh, is, production is that what company. it is? Northwestern. because okay, yeah. I saw that too. Yeah. All right, so he's trying to make a movie called Northwestern. He realizes he has no money, no script, no nothing. 
sorry. He has nothing. He realizes he can He has nothing. He, but he realizes that he has another movie that he's working on called The Coven. And he's like, you know what? I'm just going to finish this movie. I'm going to get all the money for that movie. They make this new movie more, called Northwestern. To make a short where Northwestern was supposed to be a feature that he had started in 1990. And then he's like, but I have this short film, which ends up being 36 minutes, that he also had started. So... From what I could gather, he started Coven three years before he finished it, which yes. is the ending of the movie. Starts yeah. it the in movie, 90. American movie. Well, he starts it back up in 94. I almost feel like before he decides to pivot from Northwestern to finishing Coven, he already yeah, had a little bit of Coven. Well, in the, in the movie, in the American movie, the, uh, the documentary. he does, yeah, in the documentary, he does mention that. I kind of got the idea that he's. We catch him on the back end of him running out of finances for Northwestern. So he, like you just mentioned, he yeah. pulls off the shelf the script for Coven. Spelled Coven. Because there is not a word. We'll get into Coven. it. We'll get everything. <laughs> and then when he- Put the umlaut on top of the O. Which when it... that guy said it, I was like, brilliant. You add yeah. an air of like elegance to it and for an indie movie. But when you see clips- People love accent marks. <laughs> of his his stuff that he filmed for Northwestern from 1990, this is before I had seen any of Coven within the movie, the documentary American movie itself, or then we all watched it. Nick didn't watch it in full. But when I saw those clips we're from Northwestern- say, We're going to say that multiple times. I saw- No, I did not watch Coven. It says a lot that I couldn't finish a 36-minute film. I, I disagree, but when I saw the clips from Northwestern that he had filmed in 1990- my brain, being a child of the 90s and the explosion of indie film in Sundance, which this documentary did well in, and he did Northwestern as well as Coven in black and white, seeing those clips from Northwestern, I was like, holy shit, he did this before Kevin Smith. Mm -hmm. And he, like, right. I thought it looked good. Like, and I know he didn't light it for black and white, so it was just natural black and white. Northwestern. Northwestern. North when we saw clips good. from, I mean, I'll talk about COVID yeah, yeah, later, yeah. but the clips from Northwestern that he had filmed in 1990 in American Movie, I was just like, I feel like he was onto something. Yeah. Because that's, he re, has, that's he has pre, a good that's eye. That's pre Tarantino. Like, he, I, I only got to, I mean, I guess there was clips in, there was clips of Northwestern in. That's what I'm America. saying. From, yeah, 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 from 1990. But, but watching so. what I watched of Coven, even though a lot of it was, and it was hard to tell what if he was going for that look or not. He seemed very not. He's very knowledgeable in the technicalities of like right. filming, which so, American movie does. I don't think that you have to have a hypothesis of your characters and the story you want to tell. And he on a Letterman uh, interview is like, they filmed over seventy hours. I would really love to see those other seventy hours because. It's just shit I don't remember. We talked about him being a character. They portrayed a character. So, again... I think he knows more than what we actually saw him. So, to, to go back, like, but again, like, it, watching this film, watching American movie, seeing the, the small clips we saw of Coven, and then Nick <laughs> saying, like, oh, by the way, Coven is on YouTube. Yeah. And I was like, it's on YouTube? Why would it be on YouTube? I couldn't find Why it. Why wouldn't it be on YouTube? I found I, it. No, in, it makes I, sense. I, I know, but I found it in like not even five minutes. I, it wasn't I put until it Mike Rashard and Coven, and it popped up. It wasn't until you sent that message that I realized that this film is not a mockumentary. Oh, really? You still thought it was this a mockumentary? Yeah. So today, like, I'm going back over my notes, and I was just like, I'm just being mean to this poor, to this poor soul. Who is not doing this for comedy or for shit? No, and, and that's just who he is. He's an alcoholic. Even his family, he has burned bridges with. Yep. Of his his big his talk. dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, yeah, yeah. and then like his brother's just like, oh yeah. I thought this was all was... just gonna brew to him murdering me one day. So I, uh, this entire time I, w I was watching this movie and taking notes for this episode, I thought that this was a mockumentary. I really did. I thought this was a best in show. I mm -hmm. thought this was a mm -hmm. waiting for Guffman. And it, I'm not kidding. It wasn't until you were like, oh, COVID's on YouTube. And I watched. Oh, so you all even thought it. COVID was a. I thought it was all bullshit. I thought it was all bullshit. Yeah. And then after watching COVID, and I was just like, but you understood that when we said we're watching a documentary, Coven. you can't call it. Coven? Coven? You I think you said it, Coven. Oh, Coven. I did. You can't Coven. call it a documentary if it's a mockumentary. Then well, it be so IMDb labels it as a documentary comedy. slash comedy. Yeah. Right, because it's a I funny think, documentary. I don't think I've ever seen that before. 
Uh, I think bowling for Columbine. I think a lot of Michael Moore stuff is probably labeled because Super Size a, Me would be yeah well, that would be a comedy for sure. But it's uh, a documentary it's presented, as well. Yeah, it's a documentary yeah. presented as fun, like fun entertainment. It's right. not again as we mentioned before a documentary about children getting slaughtered in Uganda, right. and they're like, but it's also a comedy. But yeah, so that that kind of blew my mind because then I dived into him being on Letterman and then him being on the different podcasts, and I I'm following him on, on Twitter now. You know, like. It's. It was just one of those things that was like, I thought this was all a joke. I thought this was just... Because when you start watching the movie, God, this movie was released in 1999. Yeah. And it looks like a like a late 80s film. The way... It, he looks late 80s. Because a lot of stuff in this movie takes place in the early to mid 90s. So you don't really well, see the you transcension. Also you also mentioned it being in uh, Michigan. Uh, Wisconsin. 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 Right. Oh, because how did they get the clearances to show NFL games? Like maybe that's oh. me being too like nerdy especially of like filming. Uh, yeah, especially in, for like, a like a Super Bowl game. Super Bowl again. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there's ways around it. I guess they weren't showing loopholes. it. It's an entirety. They were showing little pieces. Of well, it. And they it weren't showing the... clips. They were showing people watching a TV and the footage that you saw. Well, they were showing the TV that was... Yeah. Yeah, so I mean... Yeah, I mean, this... But I don't know about you. Like, unless they were saying that, that, like, the TV quality was so shitty. It was really bad. I don't even know what I was watching. Well, but it goes back to what, like, this this whole film now is now, like, realistic. It's organic. Like, um, I... I, the, The monologues that he goes on when he's in the car, I was like, all of these monologues are so, like... Perfect. painfully entertainment yeah. entertaining like organic in it a lot of this movie i was just like i see myself in this movie and i hate that i, think, I hate that can we all agree we all i mean maybe not you as much because you're more of a behind the scenes and like that's how uh, you like that's right nick it. fuck you but no yeah. but i'm saying fuck nick you. and i are more pitchmen <laughs> to be like to get someone like you on board and to be like here's the idea i have here's the thing i want to do right. will you help that's that a hard thing sell come to for life? me well, it's not, it's that. And but it's did like, you start questioning? You're like, fuck. No, I am didn't start I this? But I can definitely look at it and, and see that of people like you yeah. guys that I yeah. know that are exactly super ambitious. Right. A whole don't, lot of drive. Don't really understand that it's going to cost, or they know it's going to cost a bunch of money, but we they don't really no care idea. because yeah. they're going to do the idea first, go for it, yeah. and then it out. ask yeah, for forgiveness after the fact that they already took all this money. There was too many times in this movie where. Um, he was dealing with somebody else, like another actor, and he was like, "No, man, fucking, you just need to do it like, uh, you just need to do it like this." And, and like the whole time, I'm thinking, like, God, I've had thoughts like that, where it's like, <laughs> that was, <laughs> you can't describe what you see in your mind's eye because you're a fucking amateur. You, don't my... know, you have no idea what you're doing, but it's like fucking immaculate, and it's like, how do you not see this beautiful? Yeah, that was my favorite. That was probably one of my top like five favorite scenes in the movie is when because early on and they go through the they keep sub subtitling like the northwest northwestern uh productions mm-hmm. so yes. he's having round tables with everybody talking about stuff and then there's slowly fewer, they go there's away. fewer and fewer people there's fewer each. and fewer people yes. but then the one he has his hands up and he has like yes. the, the project yep. visual mind's eye projection of the movie and he's like and 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 everything it's already storyboarded. We already got the location, so everything between my hands is gonna happen. Yeah, I've so figured every, this I've out. already figured yeah. this out. That's between my yeah, fingers. Yeah, there's no script. <laughs> there's, there's no, no script. actors. Yeah, and, and and it's really interesting. And well, I'm sure we'll hit on it. Like we've we've all made a movie together. Sure, a few movies together. And that's I was like, that's where I related to it. I was like, we did the exact same thing, yeah. sitting around somebody's parents' house in the basement and just pitching each other and like here's what it is yep. all right so we need to get a car who has a car great <laughs> yeah. okay and then we need because, like we need a barn who's got eric's because, got a barn <laughs> because the ultimate end was like i have a camera and yep. i can hit record mm-hmm. and that is but let's also keep in mind i i want to make sure the people listening they, for one uh if any of this interests you watch the movie we'll get to recommendations later but he has to edit with On film, film. film. A 16 yeah. millimeter film this isn't how easy it is nowadays now granted it took him three years to make his 36 minute film that's where i had so much respect for him sound mixing he had editing the the sound is so good the sound is so that's again that kind of plays back in the fact that i was just like this is bullshit this is a mockumentary the sound was so good oh of the documentary now he didn't edit the documentary of the of the oh you thought the sound was good the sound was great (laughs) i thought the sound was great too you were between the three of us you are the one that dinged okay. it the most. So, That's why he can get all these people who end up working on the movie. We don't find out who scored Coven. Like, regardless of what you think of it, 
Like that original music for the movie Coven is pretty fucking good for the way it's portrayed in the movie American Movie. That is interesting that yeah. they didn't hit that part. Like the music. There's a there's lot lots. of stuff yeah. that I'm feeling like they they want again, they wanted to paint the picture of the character that they wanted to do. Kind of like the documentary comedian with Seinfeld and Orny Adams. They need to have a hero and a villain, and they're mm-hmm. not gonna make Seinfeld the villain, so they made an Orny Adams. In this movie, they had to have this comedic character that would make you feel it's like a mockumentary. Right. So they lean into yeah. that with the editing. And the so the the brilliance of the editing of the documentary to weave in all those monologues that he did. And there's pontifications. It's brilliant. The music is done by Mike Shank, the friend with reduced effect syndrome. That which he he's actually amazing. Has. By he's the an way. idiot like, savant. He's got, um, yeah, like he. I, I watched a couple of YouTube videos with him. He's so like specific about what he's saying. Like he knows exactly every word to say that he wants to say. Mm-hmm. And then once he's done, he's done. Like well, he's... how great is it when, like, different ones where they... You're never fully sure Mark's motivations with Uncle Bill. Is he? Is it very endearing that he brings Uncle Bill to Thanksgiving and he bathes him and stuff? Or is he playing a long game of hoping that Uncle Bill will give him more money? That's a question I had. With Mike, um... is, so is Mark a user? And he's kind of using and abusing until these people fade out? Well, to kind of go back to, um, to the question before this, which was like, who is the antagonist? Who the, is the okay, protagonist? Yeah. I feel like them making the movie is the protagonist and everything that's stopping him yes. is, is the antagonist. Which is yes. Mark. Because, uh, well, I mean, yeah. Or Mark aspects his, of Mark. Well, he's his own worst enemy. Yeah, because, I mean, we're 30 minutes in. And then, then only after that, after 30 minutes, does he mention that he has kids. Oh, yeah. Multiple kids. So I was well, like, wait, that's, you have no, kids? That's when the documentary introduces, which I'm saying is when you watch oh, a documentary, okay. you always sure. have to go through the lens of what the hypothesis and the story is that the people who wrote then the script of what you're watching and editing. Right. Like people always ding Michael Moore and they're like, well, it's not truthful. And it's like documentaries are still entertainment. You didn't watch all the 70 hours unedited footage. They put together a beginning. Yeah, he had a end. message that he yeah. wanted and he morphed the true images into what he wanted it to their be. first interview mark might have been like i have three kids and the light of my life i have right. two daughters and well a son, and a lot of this um after after i got done watching it i felt like there was a very uh the room aspect oh, Tommy to Wiseau? it yes yeah even though it's awful you know like there's a lot of that i feel like in this movie because again i thought it was a mockumentary so like i'm laughing at the parts i feel like i should be laughing at like oh my god when they're smashing dude's head into the so good <laughs> into, into but the then, COVID, though, then when they show it and the way they edit it to make it look like he was hit multiple times for yeah. the times that it didn't work and then breaks through yeah i don't think you got to that part because it's the end well, well, it's in no, no, no. no so the way they extended edit in Coven, oh, yeah, is they used the misfire takes to make it look like he was ramming him. Oh, I think I did actually yeah. watch until that part. it broke. Yeah. You got to to the end of the movie, but then, so again, that again, I yeah. scrub through pieces. That of it. whole scene tells me that okay, they they didn't storyboard it. They had no idea what they were doing. Well, he did. We saw the storyboard of that. He definitely storyboarded it. Again, I think this is a mockumentary. Like, this is a joke. Like, they did this on purpose. They didn't score it correctly because it's a fucking, it's a comedy film. Not because somebody was literally getting their fucking head smashed into the door. Like, I'm still stuck on that point of, like, there's so, there's too many jokes. Like, there's too many things to point at. I don't know. I mean, I, I because it's edited that way. I think Fuck, he's so I think good. He's such it's an so in, good. right. I think he's just such an interesting character that this guy made this and documentary. He on. And he well, hasn't changed. And that's why when so the the filmmaker uh, Charles Smith, Charlie Smith, Chris, Chris, Smith, Chris, sorry, filming. I think what ended up being the group therapy sessions in Coven uh, at this college. Great, great scenes edited masterfully yeah, for Coven. Really good. Um, the sound and the the inflections of the characters and stuff yeah. and the acting, again. Um, but how is this a short so Chris time? so Chris Smith saw him there and was seeing what he was filming and got to experience the charisma of Mark. Yes. And so a lot of what Mark gets away with is his charisma and the ambition of wanting to do something. So in the small town of where he's from, what is it, Mononymy or? Somewhere around that there, sounds in, right. in, in yeah. you know, Milwaukee, Wisconsin area, he's surrounded by people whose ambitions is to wake up the next day, go to work, which he's anti, and they just live life until they die, which is represented in Uncle Bill. Right. So the way he is able to kind of flim flam these people to do what he wants to do is he's someone with ambition. 
regardless that he's able to like follow through, he can sell a really good sales pitch and like champion these people to be like, yeah, there's more to life. There's more to living. Don't you want to be part of something that's big? Don't you want to escape this of your mundane lives? And they're like, yeah. But then again, him being his own worst enemy and an alcoholic, right? he doesn't know how to use all the people and the things that he's given once he has them. He can only champion it. Like he can't, he can only talk about it. He so how, it how much do you think the budget was for Coven? Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah. You mean, oh, God, I mean, so you've seen Coven without I, your, without wanna, your review of that. I want to say it's something like extravagant, like $30,000. So it's, so he got $3,000 from uncle Bill. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's at least that much. Uh, okay. A 10, I'll say 10,000 Nick for a 36 minute movie in 1994 that took three years. We're going to talk about all your millimeters. It's fine. No, (laughs) no, but again, not touching on the music and the score. Like once I found out the budget, I was like, huh, I wonder how much they paid for that. I don't know, but the music and the, but I feel like a lot of favors were called. He edited himself. Did he pay the actors? I think he must have. (laughs) Um, At least a couple of them. So, okay. Hunter guests, guesses uh, 10,000. And we know he got 3,000 from Uncle Bill. I'm going to say (laughs) 3,000. $13,000. $13,000. Oh. I mean, for together, a 36-minute right. short from 1994 so, to 1997. Right, so let's, let's, get the, let's get the elephant out of the room. Let's talk about our first film, the three of us. Our first film was... Not, not including sketches. And when we say film... Oh, uh, well, was, so that's the other thing, too. So, like, um, that was going to be a different question. Like, so we can play the question, like, what was the first time that you guys kind of got in front of the camera and made a thing? Oh, Nick's basement. Mm-hmm. We filmed sketches on his dad's. Wait, uh, this is dad. a PG oh, yeah. podcast. Yeah. Oh, oh. oh, okay. Well, just censor it. One of my favorite sketches was I think it was ripped off from something. We did a couple of different in living color sketches, or in the vein of, but we did a Moses one where I think it was you. Yep. And we had a blue blanket tied to both of your wrist and like on pulleys, and you're parting. It the was sea. literally fishing line. Yeah. And just you part- fishing line and of course it was. You parted the sea. I parted the sea. And then goes you're in. like, walk through Israelites or whatever. And then off camera, I go, hey, Moses, can I get an autograph? And I drop my hands. And then you're, ah! <laughs> wow. Hilarious. Wow. I think my favorite was uh, to reminisce for all the people out there listening. Who, who cannot find any of this. understand. Yeah. Uh, was the, uh, was Jack Hammerman. And the Jack idea Hammerman? is that he the was same a piece uh, of plexiglass that we had already used in another sketch that yeah. we broke. So the idea was, is that he basically was like a triple A guy. He would go in and help you get your keys out of your car, but he, oh, was, sure. he sure. was horrible at it. So basically we had, what I liked about, so is it looked real. Anyway, it was my dad's truck. So the joke took, was a blackout. We, yeah. So it was, he He doesn't come in and like jimmy your door open. I break the he, glass. You call him and he pulls out a hammer like, oh, what are you going to do to open up this door and get my keys out <laughs> here? He just smashes the window. He's like, Jack Hammerman. And then he runs away. And they're like, yeah. what did you do? That's hilarious. And curtain. That's hilarious. Should have been curtain. Probably still went on for like another five minutes. <laughs> no, seconds. And then it was just like. No, I think it was just like. And then it was Jimmy like. Hat, a, a, like shaking his head, walking off camera, and then it went to black. Like you're crumbled like down to the gla- or grass yeah. like the, the. I mean, God, we were what, 12? Wow. That's yeah, good. it was seventh grade, eighth grade. And we it was started just incorporating like my other people. dad had a video camera. So like anybody, yep. if they have a, you just take it and you start. Or you do the stupid stuff where you just look and make film. Like my son's doing that now. He has a watch. Yeah, yeah a now it's a tiny yeah. watch that has a camera. Back then, Again, it was gigantic. Mark Bouchard had to yeah. film on sixteen millimeter. Yes. Oh, man! So now my son's walking around yeah. with a watch and making a camera. I can hear him goofing off and yeah. making his quote unquote YouTube videos and stuff like that. For me, it was amazing games with me and my brother Mark, and we had a theme song which was a Pearl Jam song. I can't remember Copyright. what Pearl Jam was on. How'd you get yeah. the rights for that? Oh, I love nah, it wasn't that games. one. Nah, it wasn't that one. It was the one. It was like a B side that nobody really knew. We we took turns. Somebody would be on camera, and the other person would be in front of the camera, and we would review games, and we would edit in the camera. So like the when, first Let's Plays, it kind of was like we you guys were onto something. You were on we, gold, damn yeah. it, gold. Like we you were like all right, the Nintendo Power, and probably got you should have put up. that on YouTube. Yeah, before, <laughs> wait, oh, oh wait, first you have to find uh, the internet. In, yeah. Then and YouTube. Wait, first you need to invent the Algor, universe. Yeah. Then. And then you create an yeah. angel fire page. Like introducing the game. And then somebody, like one of us would sit down and like zoom into the TV. And like somebody would play. And then we With would that blue over line talk. Just yeah. like coming oh, up through yes. the TV. Oh, yeah. Very CRT. Yeah, yeah. So 
like that was, and those, unfortunately, I just did a ramsack of my parents' tapes and those tapes are gone. I would fucking love to have those tapes because just recently, within the past few months, my brother was like, he texted me right in and was like, hey, do you ever do an amazing games? I was like, we should totally do that again. This is just but a do dumb, the exact same thing. way. Do the exact same way, except <laughs> but for now do we're it that 30, you guys 40. never stopped. So like that you guys continue oh, doing right, it. Yeah. yeah, we just yeah. There was no hate a high no hiatus. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like so watching this movie just it brought all of that awkward young tension back. Like the things that I feel like you typically only deal with as you're an adult, but not but you're a kid. Because you're trying to do something that's kind of adult, which is making a film, you know. So like being organized, having power being structures organized, within. Yeah, being yeah. organized, you know, like having power structures, like understanding that this person's in charge of this, this person's in charge of this, and not understanding any of that. And so right, everyone's yeah, because you're like, I, you're a grip. What is that? Yeah, I just told. I don't well, know. Th- but that was the thing because it was. Just I'm like, best boy, but I could be a star. Are you going to learn your lines? No, <laughs> because it doesn't matter. We're making a movie, and yeah. I feel like. I mean, maybe it was just our generation, but I felt like that was a huge thing, like making a movie. Kevin Smith, Robert Rodriguez, Quentin Tarantino, the indie boom of the mid-90s made it seem like it was feasible. Yeah. The Duplass brothers in the early 2000s. You didn't have to be a Spielberg. Yeah. Well, I mean, even Spielberg. You didn't have to have all this money But even then, you found out that he started making Super 8 films in Cincinnati. Well, usually all directors did. Yeah. They were were all doing what we did. We just stopped doing it. And and they continued on. Well, you guys stopped. I mean, I'm still... You're doing still doing it. it. Uh, but we like, just point and laugh from the side. But lines. no, so like Dead Woods, the zombie movie, we were like, oh, we love George. That was the boom again of George Dirty Romero. Road Studios. Dirty Road Studios, which we did a lot of sketch comedy, uh, basically in the vein of the stuff we did, just with slightly better equipment, right. slightly better production value. I'm saying slightly. Slight, like and very we put it small on, words. Yeah. Slightly. <laughs> you could make slightly even slighter of a word. <laughs> that would, it, if, soul. If, there was a yeah, soul. If slightly could get on Jenny Craig and lose a yes. few pounds. <laughs> But so we put it on a ca- local cable access show and we edited it and tried to make it like its own little show. And then making Dead Woods, I think it was up like, 25 minutes, 30 minutes. Oh, no. It was maybe 18? 16. Okay. The bonus features were like an hour. Seven, well, 17 right. too long. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember in our episodes if we've already talked about Dead Woods, but like we were overly ambitious with what we thought we could do. And instead of doing the, the smartest and easiest things of being prepared, like that wasn't the first script that we had all put together at uh, one point or another from senior year of high school in 2004 to when we made Deadwoods in 2005. You, sure, me, and Nick Hyans had written three different drafts of two different movies. The you was And Eric I say Hunter. written, like for Hyans, it was like outlines or ideas, like sure. bullet points. For you, it was probably a couple pages. For me, it was a couple pages. One was cat. Uh, one was waiting. A version of waiting in line. Right. And the other one was uh, about cornhole, about bag, oh, yeah. bago oh, God, becoming yeah. like an actual cornhole. sport. Yeah. yeah. And so Oof. none of those things could happen in the scope that we thought we could make them because we all had lofty ideas of like what we could achieve. And so watching American movie, I didn't see the thing that Mark Bouchard was wanting wanting to make being overreaching. Like well, everything it looked like he was doing, I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, you're achieving it. And it might be a dumpster fire because at that point I hadn't watched Coven yet. Right. But like, I was like, okay, you're goofy and this is taking way too long. So I don't even want to see what the thing is that you're putting together. But yeah, none right. of the stuff was like outlandish. He wasn't no. like big into like, we have to have this explode or we have anything like that. So everything was very reachable and for him. And they interspersed Super 8 stuff that he had been doing as a kid, mm-hmm. which had homemade effects. And I'm like, that's not bad looking. That's better than what we did in the early two thousand. Right. Again, that's why I thought this was completely scripted. I thought this was a mockumentary. It was this too is, good. It was too good. Yeah, like mm-hmm. he is too ridiculous of a character. I don't believe any of this. This the story, like that was the other thing too, because like, um, uh, but we it, know people like this. Like, did did none of Mark Bouchard remind either of you of Mike Flincham? Oh, um, oh, I was thinking, yeah. I was thinking more high ends. Okay, okay. Yeah, I feel less like... Less organized. Well, I mean, no, Hyatt's is less organized than Mark. Well, so that's the thing, too, because, like, again, like, I feel like he dips. Like, he's on a wave where, like, he, he knows what's going on. He undiagnosed depression. He understands what's going on. Oh, not Mike. I'm talking about Mark. No, no, like, I'm I'm saying Mark. Oh. I think Mark in the movie has undiagnosed depression. Oh, by the way, yeah, he would ebb probably. and flow I mean, I'm moves. not a doctor, but... 
Yeah. I'm, Apparently Ricky is, but that's fine. Yeah. No, okay. The alcoholism is usually a sign. It doesn't help. Yeah. Hey, whoa. Alcoholic. Is it depressant? Alcoholic. <laughs> you were, I think you, oh, you finished your wine. Yeah, I did. I did, Ricky. We're fancy on this I'm going to get we're one more. wine. Mine's coming. Before it, but I know that's again. That's why I kept falling back on the fact that this was a doc, a mockumentary. Was like the it's too good. The monologues are too good. Like they're too real. Like they they hit too hard about what he's going through. And again, as we mentioned before, like I kind of took this this movie more personally because I saw myself in this movie too much. Like I, um, the thing where he was, uh, I have to bring it back again, but like he's smashing the dude's head into the into the door of the sink and he's trying to get the door to break. That's the exact same, same thing we did to Danny on 30 minutes or death. Yeah. Was we, rather than just taking something that was colorless and flavorless, flavor, flavorless, 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 flavorless. Um, Basically 30 minutes or death was a pizza delivery guy gets kidnapped and he is gets killed. Uh, gets killed. Well, he gets kidnapped. Basically and the, in one of the scenes we, his hand gets chopped off. It's thrown into a blender and he has to, Right, he has, he has to drink it. Drink a it. sadistic person who's ordered a pizza and knew that he'd be late, right? And so he uh, the idea was thirty yeah, minutes or death. That's what it so was. Yes, yeah. he was. He was like, but, uh, so rather than rather than trying to find something that looks like green puke pizza, which we literally anything. we literally just grinded pizza and a blender, and a blender with pistachio water. gelato. Well, not everybody has pistachio. It could have just I mean, been fucking. Gone to the but that, it could have been food like, coloring and, and ice cream, water. And but that's cream, what yeah. I'm saying. So not even that. It just could have been that because. But this was like our fourth. It's our fourth, and we didn't even think of like let's just doctor this. At least, at least Mark was willing to be like, well, we have to score it. We have yeah. to put an X through. I I would have never th- no just fucking slam your fucking head into it, man. Like, when did you? Because you guys ended up making more. I think you guys understood you don't shoot for the moon to make this feature or to make this big thing that no one's going to learn the lines for. No one's going to well, do we production meetings. For feature, That's what yeah. I'm saying is you guys, un- the thing that was different from you guys and what Heinz and I were doing, we understood that we couldn't do that either. So that's why we did sketches. They're easy. You can do it in one night. Blah, sure. Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe get more eyes on it because they're short and you know before TikTok and even YouTube and stuff. You guys did short films or elongated sketches like We Have the Power. W- at what so point good. did you guys cuz what was the Tim Rhodes one, the last one you guys did in the barn? Oh, the cleanser? The cleanser? Yeah. Ooh, uh, no. why, why did you we guys We Have the Power came after Cleanser, didn't it? Did it? Because we did photos. If it did, I we don't We did photos. But which ended up just being a sketch on That was just a sketch. on the the pot on the uh, cable access show we did show but at what point did you guys go we don't want to do this anymore like even doing this so you guys had already done waiting in line uh, work so so if well if it were for (laughs) me if it were for me it was waiting in line because but i thought i thought like the cleanser and stuff came out after waiting it did but like when the when waiting in line happened and the the movie you guys made how long was that so to make a long story short it was 68 minutes 69 it wasn't that long 60 minutes i feel like it was in the 40s Oh, I could have swore it was so okay. Waiting in line, a long short film. All right, fine. It was a long short film um, that we spent at least a year. on. As you heard, this is a a story idea that had changed multiple times since two thousand and four. We had people drop out. We had people come in. It was it was a nightmare, but we got it done. As Mark mentions, he's like, "All my extras for today dropped out, Mom. You got to come." She's like, "I got stuff to do. We have shopping to do." Yeah. In her God. Swedish voice. Yeah, she's Swedish. Is that what it was? Okay. Yeah, she's I, uh, Swedish. I was like, oh, why is she like so strangely foreign, but nobody else but is? But yeah, you guys she again, is. I thought it was a mockumentary because I was like, what an interesting character. But you guys. A mom that doesn't speak English from correctly. The, from the outside who only did minor things like for 30 minutes or death, I held the boom as you guys filled out in front of Snappy Tomatoes Pizza that your brother was working out. So you like, you guys are doing the smart things of like waiting in line using the video store of an uncle. Sure. You were using what you had which is what mm. you're supposed to do in indie because you don't have money and that's the way you charm people too you're like i have this so like I, there's a little bit of like respectability of what i'm doing you guys had already done that and i felt like you guys were getting better and learning at each one you did and even using like a real actor like tim who tim was a decent actor right i don't know what your guys experiences with him was no on i the feel short. like so I so is like, your question, why did we quit? Why yeah, did we quit? Why, did, like, why did it stop? Was it a conscious like, decision or it's just like it just didn't happen anymore? I feel like the cleanser was probably the best thing we ever done. Like mm? from start to finish. Yeah. I feel like we have the power is probably the most clever thing we've ever done. Mm. It's funny. It's, and it's very fast. funny. Like it's fast. Yeah. yeah. 
Nick Prince. Yeah. I, I, I have said for years that sat, you're the funniest one in the group. So. We sat on his deck, his parents' deck, at a table. We were like, and you brought your laptop out. You're like, what do you want to do? And like, we spent the entire afternoon just writing. The, it was well, we entered that day. one into a contest for Nintendo. We did, yeah. And we got knocked out for... Was that the reason why you guys wrote no, it? I don't know if we got knocked out. I think it was more of just like, there was like three categories and... We didn't the fit one that right, ended up maybe or and the one that came cl- was animated or something I don't yeah, know yeah there was just people was just much better was than that this. the reason why you wrote it to oh be, no be, I feel uh, like or did you have the idea oh and maybe then the it was maybe that have. was anyway <clears throat> so when we did the cleanser I felt like we had reached our peak at that time and the only thing that was going to push us forward was more money more production more advertising more something you smartly made each one better right yeah. work happened. Mm-hmm. And then relationships happened. And then I feel like, honestly, I feel like it was me because I feel like I was the one who did the 180 where it was just like, I'm just done with this. Wait, you were the Ricky in this twosome? Yes. You were the driver? Yes. Because <laughs> like when YouTube came out, I... Of the I, closet. I dived on the idea of how how to advertise to then. So it was like, oh, you need so many episodes per weeks released if you want to be a webisode regularity and, yeah yeah and i was just like Fuck, we ain't got the time for that that is when uh gary came around because mm. gary star wars gary was a radio show yeah so we didn't have to be anywhere oh, in that's particular right. you guys transitioned to that because you yeah. guys were big into listening we were trying to, to do radio and we podcasts. were trying to do stop motion stop animation motion with, with it gary. yeah and yeah, first. you want to talk about a nightmare stop motion animation oh my god never do i have again. still gone back well, and we watched that we weren't really set up for that we no. were using well, like a webcam and like some free software that's another thing too like i feel like with what we played we but again what i liked is that we got it really we did something yeah yeah we did something again i feel like I'm going to keep coming back to this, but again, I feel like we gave it the best we had available, mm-hmm. and it didn't work. But in American Movie, he gave it the best he had, and he actually created something, which just, again, I I thought this was a mockumentary. Like, there's no way that this guy someone recognized succeeding. his brilliance and his charisma, where I think Chris Smith could have easily have been like, oh, I believe in what Mark is saying. He was removed enough, uh, maybe went to the college or had more film experience and was actually already making another documentary called American Something Else or, that he had made before. I'm, I'm not kidding. American Music. This something is mentioned else. on the first, I think, Letterman appearance. I, he recognized, like, he could have been like, he could have been swindled by Mark and been like, yeah, help me make my dream. And he was like, oh, no. Whatever you're making, that isn't the most interesting thing about this. Right. It's you. Yeah. And that's mind boggling to me because, again, to like, have that, like, all of, they have that clarity that, of that, recognizing yeah, that, that. clairvoyance yeah. of, like, this could be something here. Because I felt like I was watching Mad TV. Like, these characters are comedic in front of me. Like, the, the, there's no way that this person actually exists. This was written on a script. Because for three years, Chris Smith followed, and his production team followed Mark. He filmed more on Mark than Mark did for COVID. Right. I would have loved to watch the, just the extended the deleted just like scenes. all of the footage. Oh my gosh! I, I think it would be fantastic. It's so of uh, it's so of its time. Yeah. Because like I, I mentioned before at the very beginning of this, this is like oh this is very eighties, but like it's so it's not only just eighties. It's the eighties holding on to the eighties after being and, drugged into the nineties. And what's it's the eighties and nineties of a Wisconsin town. Yes. And it's something about the northern town. They just it's a simpler oh. feeling life. Yep. It's just nothing seems to really be a big issue to them. You know, it's, just, it's, it's a tumbleweed. You're just yeah, you're it's going just, for it. And I yeah. love that that culture. It's, yeah. he, was, it's, he, was, he was interviewed multiple times in like their local media. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah, there's news, he was newspaper the one, clippings all over you like saw the Uncle line Bill's. for Coven. Yeah. yeah. At, the, at the premiere. So that like, either says that like. He's king he shit. He knows a lot down. of people, or that town is so boring that that is like one of the very He's king few. Shit, yeah. That's one of the movies that is released. Like, okay, so let's talk about released. Coven. By let's the way, talk it's, about it's, it. it's called Coven. It's spelled Coven, C O V E N. Yep. He pronounces it Coven, which again, I thought it was a joke. Talks everyone into I thought pronouncing a, it that I thought way. was just a great, like, because when he said that, and there was like the, the confrontation between him and the older guy. His like, main actor. Yeah. yeah. 
there's like no it's, it's style coven. actor yeah. that he is brilliant oh so good he's the so one who's good. not his best friend who has a beard a uh, different length beard throughout the whole the younger guy sure yeah. oh no the salt and pepper hair yeah oh yeah. the I guy mean, who yeah. was like yeah i've been working with them for three years in the We're last the yeah in the last scene years. he doesn't have a beard yeah it's so like oh that must have been filmed later yep i i just again because i was like oh this is an airplane joke this is a joke where they took a, 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 a serious script and they just started throwing jokes in it. Yeah. Like, I feel like Airplane gets made. That's how I feel like Airplane gets made. And But it's the same thing. It's like, oh, yeah, he, he pronounces this word funny. Mm-hmm. Like, no, he really does. He really does pronounce this word you funny. You have to look at the difference of years of you thinking it's a mockumentary when Spinal Tap came out to when Christopher Guest then made Waiting for Guffman. It's because the 90s had a resurgence of documentaries like this being made. So that's why he started making like documentaries that, yeah. like that. And so, but then even now, if you want to watch a brilliant series, Documentary Now with Fred Armisen and Bill Hader. Uh, great. I, it, they must have done an episode on this because this would be right up their alley, but I don't think I've seen it if they did. Hmm. The third yeah. season, they are not. Uh, Bill Hader is just a producer and writer. He's or not he's even not, a writer. He's not yeah, he's in not in episode. it. Yeah. But there's some great ones. Okay, so Coven is available on YouTube. I'll link it in the show notes, so Nick can finish it because he didn't finish yeah. it. And I even made a joke of like Ricky needs to watch this because I'm not watching this. I sat down and actually watched this. I watched. I started it and couldn't stop. Like especially with Nick's text of like, oh, I I, I didn't finish it. And I was like, oh. So the documentary is right. Like this thing is just a steaming pile, and like, it's it's kind of good. It's kind of good, and as you said, you saw yourself in different things in the documentary. The opening shots and like the music of him cutting away to like the ambiance of the yep. dead trees and whatnot. I was it's like, oh, woods. this is what I no, this is what I did for Call. Oh well, yeah, call. I was gonna miss, and that I too. was like, oh, there's some similarities. I'm like, oh no, I'm awful too. So. Well, then there's the dark cloaks, and I immediately thought of Gaul. Yep. I was like, "Oh, yep. did Ricky fucking see this movie?" Nope. nope. <laughs> I'm well. So again, because um, I feel like so, so the text message conversation kind of evolved over time. But like the beginning of that co- that conversation was like, "Is it worse than Dead Woods?" Which I think we all consider like our first like film, mm-hmm. right? I think sure. like as a group, like that's yeah, our yeah, first. Yeah, film. I don't sure. use the word film, but yeah. It's a film, Ricky. It's Please. a short film. Give 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 baby high school Eric a little credit for. Um, Doesn't have commercials. It's, it's our first go around when it comes yeah. to the film, and and I think you, Nick, you had mentioned it was just like, well, this was ten years before we filmed Deadwoods. Yeah, and again, the 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 sound and how easy it was for like us the sound to make something compared to him. Great. Uh, I th- I think the, the ADR is, is bad. Which in is, some places. Which, yeah. again, I thought was a fucking joke. But no, no. But, okay. Remember the scene in American Movie, though, when he's doing the ADR with the priest in the bathroom? Yes. And then when you watch it in Coven, it looks that good. ADR matches perfectly. It sounds good. Like, I feel like, because we were comparing it, because it's like, oh, fuck, is it worse than Dead Woods? And I'm like, it's not worse than Dead Woods. I don't think it's better. Oh, no, it's way better. You're high. No. 13, a $13,000 movie. We maybe spent a hundred dollars on Deadwood. So now you can't hold go on. With that. Let me you finish. just can't say because it costs more. It's immediately better. No, no, let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. What Our I'm movie didn't to... have a. I mean, you you wrote the score. Our movie looked better. All right, hold on. Oh, let I me finish. So here's what I'm saying. <laughs> like what I'm <laughs> saying is, is so like exposed. Here's what I'm saying is like we. I think we went out and made the movie that we wanted to make. Not true. Oh, that is for true. the most. Well, <laughs> that, you know that very well because of the but, poster boards that were yet to well, be keyed I, out. No, so no, no, no. I'm that was not that, the movie. I'm not saying the, the script that was thrown away the night before. Yeah, night no, before. I'm not saying the glaring effects that we did. Like, I think we went out to make a zombie film, and I feel like, like you're doing like the lowest common denominator. Yes, but I'm. But I feel like we did a better job at that, making a zombie film, than Mark did making this weird. Kind of like acid-induced horror movie. His is artistic. Ours was not. I feel like he he and that, overshoots. I think it. That's why I didn't. I like think it. he I'm overshoots not one it. for the artistic. He had a lot of really cool shots in it. I give but him it that. Didn't take but you there's by parts surprise? of it where I'm just like, are you being artistic? Are you being? You have shitty film yeah. and it looks so underexposed. 
And I thought that was a like char- the, a charm the of it. like the uh, where they're having like the the AA meeting style with thing. the black and the and the women's hair. And it's hairs. so crushed and so, yeah. it looks bad. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, is this just because you get bad film? I feel and you like bad lighting I, or what? I feel like at that point you're you're well, and he acknowledges that on Letterman too. Well, but I feel like you're arguing semantics. It's not being good. Yeah. Oh. Just not no, angry. I feel like you're arguing, but I have a hard... arguing semantics because you'd be like, well, no, I wanted to be shitty because but what's going on in the situation no, is shitty no, no. because we're creating did. an art house. I think he build. did with what with what he could. I just think he thought about shot setups. He storyboarded. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, I can't even believe the dialogue's not terrible. The acting's not terrible. The acting's Deadwoods, not terrible. The acting is terrible. There is no story. Like. The, I mean, the part that I did see where it was like, yes, that a style meeting, and then all of a sudden he's kind of going insane, where all yeah. the voices are constantly like I that just was feel really like, I that just, was cut well. That uh, when, but there's parts of it where I'm just like, what? Like I feel for like for him to be so technical and really caring about how something looks, and he's very precise and a big idea, big picture. And there's just parts of the movie that just don't look good. I have a hard time believing that he yeah. didn't choose to make him like he but, chose to make it look like crap. For me though, I didn't get that he was as competent as he was from the documentary. So in the documentary, he just talked a lot. And like his directing was lackluster, as Eric had mentioned. He's like, I you're in the frame here. And like, and I just want you to like, just do that again, but just like better and blah, blah. Like he didn't give any directorial notes. So either he got super lucky with the people that he cast and either paid well, since he had $13,000. Right. Well, I think, I think he was more of a, he was more of a, 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 director of photography and not yeah. a director yeah, he was more he worried see... about he'd be a great probably a decent i should say director he if he was just the camera and he had somebody else like a yeah. director really well he'd be really good he because he could stylize the movie and be like this is how it's going to look i agree i'll I deal with the actors i think you deal with the actors and i'll deal with how it yeah looks. so i mean i mean my whole thing was just like i feel like when because we have to when you compare deadwoods to coven i feel like we did a better job Sounds like we're saying COVID. Every i time. know it's yeah. COVID. well I'm trying to say COVID. I feel like we did a better job making a zombie movie than he did making a stylistic horror movie. I think what you're saying is we were more concise of like, this is a zombie movie where if you were to try to classify his, what was it? It wasn't a cult movie because at the end of the movie, you're not fully sure if what he was having were visions. Sure. You you, it's, you cannot really describe what COVID was. Right. And so I think that's for you is I'm just separates. trying to make us feel good. I don't know about you. I just yeah. feel like we made well, a terrible I'm in the, movie. I'm in the throes of right now in post-production oh, yeah. of an actual feature-length thing that had only oh, a $3,000. Oh, an $3, actual feature-length film, Ricky. Well, no, it'll be an well, hour and a half. Oh, is it? Yeah, Are you it sure? 18 minutes. <laughs> no, no, it was, no, it was, it was like 20-something. Dead Woods? It was a while. Okay, so the movie is out. We've all decided we mm-hmm. feel bad for Uncle Bill and his money bags. And he died. And he gave uh, spoilers. Mark fifty thousand of his two hundred sixty. He gave him fifty thousand yeah. of his two hundred eighty thousand that he died. And Northwestern is Uncle still Bill not was been a very made. simple man. Yeah, lived in a trailer. Has been made. Northwestern, but Western he did tweet because now I'm following him on Twitter. Mark did tweet, and back in 2017, that he has started Coven two, writing it. So. Fingers crossed. About, I think. What, I think. What about Northwestern? Still yet to. Still yet to be made. Uh, I don't even know what Northwestern is. I don't have no, any idea what that movie is. It's a drama. It's fine. It's a what is that? No, is it Northwestern or maybe Coven is this? But I thought Northwestern was a a guy that works at a junkyard that writes his way out of yes, the slums. Yes, that's Northwestern. That's what Northwestern that is North supposed to be. Semi autobiographical yeah. of one yeah, of almost, the, uh, yeah. Ken Keen. The one friend that was a bad influence on yes. him. And oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, the, who they pick up from jail and never explained why he was, he was in jail. jail. Yeah. Oh, again, thought that was a joke. But, but I feel like he was the tight You he stepped went on the gas pedal. No, he went in, he was, he's been in jail several times. Sure. Yeah. And he is always okay. Because Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. American right. movie. American movie. Ricky Glore, do you recommend? Yes. Nick? Absolutely. I also recommend this movie. Talk about heartbreaking scenes. Yeah, Uncle Bill being bathed. Um him and his kids sleeping in the floor of the oh bay god the yeah when they were yeah. editing it yeah and like i was just like oh man this is it's i i want to find out if it was if his kids now who are in their 30s or whatever yeah have talked about what it was like being with him or because him being their father obviously this film american movie is way more popular than COVID is yeah, exactly. even though it it was at Sundance and what ninety three. No, 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 no. COVID was, was not. This was at. Oh, Sundance. this was at Sundance. Oh, yeah, this one Sundance in ninety eight. That's yeah. even one, worse. It's like 
six, five, you, six you, awards. And... Because of Sundance, they had at the end of uh, American Movie, go to www.americanmovie.com, which is defunct. I did so. I did put to a buy copy of Coven. I, I I did put a bid of two hundred dollars. So I'll let you. And also at the end of it, I mean, oh, for a copy of Coven on VHS. No, no, of the domain. I did email oh, nice. him and say, hey, if you have copies of Coven nice. on, on VHS, I'm in. Let me know. Yeah. So I haven't. I I've seen a couple. I think on eBay when we first picked this movie. Oh really? A signed one. Yeah, yeah I think they're, they're signed. All yeah. Signed. Of, yeah. Of, of I'm sorry, of Coven or American movie of Coven. Coven. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because in that Letterman episode, I I think they showed a clip of him and Mike like. Or I think it was in the Letterman. The I first saw somewhere Letterman, where it's like him and Mike are signing oh, yeah, the American yeah. movie American sleeves, movie, like yeah. they're just signing. So up. that interview happened. And I was a thinking year, for Christmas, I was like, I want to get a signed copy. A of year. This. So that interview happened a year after American movie came out. Okay. So they were like riding the wave of American of movie. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So okay, guys. Yes. One more question. Yeah. One word answer. Yes or no? Is Coven better than American movie? Rick Galore. No. Nick. Of what I saw, no. I kind of feel like it is. Oh I feel like gosh. it's better. Okay. Like I feel like it does. You liked Coven I more feel like... than the competent hour and 40 minute documentary that you've just been sucking off yep. for this last hour. I think so. Of saying how amazingly it was written, the monologues for and the dialogue. all of the things that Eric we were just like talked garbage about, movies. about how but wait, amazing You just did. argued that Dead Woods... Is achieved better? better than Coven. No, I said we achieved a better genre film, the zombie film, than he did of the art house. Idea alone for Coven. Cookie. An idea that a movie called Coven could be about that. It's Coven. AAs, anything that's a, an Alcoholics Anonymous or a Sex Anonymous, is all based um, in religion. So, like the 12 step program, and it's all based about going to church and whatnot. Oh, yes. Say, they usually yes. all take place in the basements of churches. That's why they're all affiliated with, with religion. That putting a spin that that could be a cult that does evil and is more like accumulating members to do nefarious things, I think is brilliant. I don't think he executed that idea super well. Right. No. No, I agree. As a film, I feel like COVID is, there's a lot more going You're on. never going to watch COVID again. You are going to watch American Movie probably again. No, I will not watch any of these f- films again. Okay, Nick, we're going <laughs> to spin the wheel. <laughs> spin that wheel. Batman Forever. Oh God, nineteen ninety six. Ooh, God, that could be a lot of things. It's a weather movie. A weather movie. Groundhog's Day. No, no it's I not weather. That's, that's a, that's a weather. holiday. He's a weather holiday. He's a weatherman. Yeah, but it's a it's a it's a movie a, about a weather phenomenon. It's usually, oh, perfect storm. No. Oh no, a Twister. Yes. Oh my Twister. God, we're watching Twister. I haven't watched Twister since the fourth grade. I haven't watched. Watched Twister since I saw it at the Dollar Cinema in Florida and threw up watching Twister. Oh, awful. I'm pretty sure I watched Twister like last year. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I'm watching Twister right now, right? All right, but we're going to watch it next time on Real 90 because I'm Eric M. Hunter. And I'm Ricky Glore. And I'm Nick Prince. Good night and good luck. <laughs>